Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of From No Crypto to No Crypto. I'm your host, the Crypto Coach, Blockchain Wayne, and today we're joined by Crypto Preacher, Rumi, uh, Crypto Preacher. Man, it's great to have you on today. I've been looking forward to this. You and I go way back, man. So first and foremost, thanks for uh, thanks for hopping in today. Thank you very much, uh, Blockchain Wayne. It's my pleasure to have you all here again. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I definitely want to highlight what you're doing and what you've done in the space. But man, we, you and I met way back, uh, I think it was you and I were doing some work for News Crypto around the same time, and uh, just stay connected. I was really impressed with uh, you know, what you were doing, what you had going on, uh, because it's important what you're doing out there out there in Nigeria. So tell everybody a little bit about your background. All right, so uh, I'm major in computer science, but I dived into network, uh, worked with Huawei some years ago, a telecommunication company here in Lagos, Nigeria. Then I switched to crypto full-time in 2018, uh, it's been very good. Uh, currently, I'm the executive secretary of the Blockchain Association of Nigeria, uh, which is also known as the Stakeholders in Blockchain Technology Association, CBAN. Uh, I've done a couple of projects. Uh, I have a community of about uh, 5,000 people. I've engaged government. Uh, I've also had uh, opportunity to speak with government on doing the right thing. I've, I've been featured on national dailies here in Nigeria, a whole lot of them, Vanguard Newspaper, Business Day, and also been featured on international dailies uh, out of Africa and um, outside Nigeria and Africa as well. Uh, I'm actually a crypto market analyst right now with uh, the foremost and the most admired TV station uh, out of Nigeria. Uh, it's called Channels TV. I'll be on. Li- I'll be live tomorrow, hopefully, discussing crypto and the entire crypto market. I've been doing that for past two years now, and uh, we're pushing adoption our own way, and we're going to do it really big. I've done project with uh, Luno, owned by DCG, uh, by Silbert, uh, also Binance, I'm KOL with Binance, and a couple of other platforms that I've been doing stuff with. I think that will do for now. A whole lot of things are uh, in the pipeline. A lot going on, a lot going on, man. And you've, uh, so you've done a lot. Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about, um, uh, around, just around crypto legislation there, because you've been, been involved and even challenged some of the uh, legislation that's going on there. So tell everybody about, uh, your role or what you've done there. All right, so government sees uh, blockchain and all of the uh, opportunities in blockchain. In fact, they have stopped some of the opportunities because of the fact that uh, they weren't comfortable with the idea of cryptocurrency. You know, cryptocurrency challenge the status quo is disruptive in nature considering the fact that in the past, a lot of young persons have actually jumped in. And if you, if you, if you follow the news very well, Nigeria is the second when it comes to awareness in crypto uh, as, uh, after India and the awareness is really really heavy a lot of meetups here and there I go to a couple of them uh, you, you know and these young people constitute about 60% of our population of about 250 million people so if you ask me uh, the dream that some of us had in 2019 when I attended the African blockchain conference that if Nigeria wakes up Africa wakes up and Nigeria has woken up it means that there's a big dream for Africa and um, it's going to be a big market and also think that uh, a whole lot of people need to put Nigeria into consideration. So the government is scared. So they, not, they, they felt that uh, cryptocurrency is going to help uh, make the, the Naira unpopular. So they came up with a couple of ways to undermine cryptocurrencies, transactions, uh, by making sure they ban it from the bank. 
and uh, even with doing that, they don't know they are in a way pro pro uh, promoting uh, crypto. You know, you, when you try to ban something that is disruptive, you make it popular right. at the end of the day. So they came up with a CBDC that is so unpopular and uh, <laughs> it's so crazy that these young people are, are, are jumping on all of the opportunities. And also, Lagos right now is one of the top cities in the world with crypto jobs right now. All right. Yeah. So definitely, definitely a big need. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on a few things you just mentioned. So let's start with, uh, you know, you said when they when they ban or they put restrictions in or do stuff that's unpopular to drive people to crypto. And you mentioned it, right? Nigeria is number two uh, in crypto awareness and crypto adoption. Uh, India was number one. And one of the major headlines I've seen over the last few years in India is different bans outright on cryptocurrency, but also restrictions on cash usage. And that same thing has happened in Nigeria as well in terms of cash, right? So maybe tell everybody what happened with the cash situation in Nigeria over the past year. So the cash situation is two ways, right? Uh, it was before the election. So uh, some of the powers that be actually used that to say uh, there's a lot of cash, although you want to believe their point at some point. Uh, some persons were holding down cash to spend in the elections, right? So uh, they, they tried to frustrate the system so that those people don't have cash to induce voters because uh, vote buying is very predominant in this part of the world where people are incentivized by giving them cash and um, they vote for the the, the, the uh, candidate, you know, not the candidate of their choice because these people need to survive, you know. So some of these very crazy politicians do all of that too. But uh, the system was trying to, the, the then uh, central bank chief was trying to uh, remove uh, some cash from the system then I forgot the numbers but a whole lot of cash was in the system but it was not in, was not in circulation you know so try to mop that out but uh, it actually created a lot of trouble for a lot of people people could not buy stuff it, some persons died because they couldn't withdraw their hard earned mm -hmm. money I think it was restricted to about 20 to 30 dollars thereabouts uh, imagine having a lot of money in your account and you can't use any in fact uh, we had to switch to using digital uh, transfers and everything, using cab and transferring money going to the market because, we, like you guys in the US, you have supermarket. We have traditional market where people go buy things uh, and buy foodstuffs and every other thing. So you have to transfer, and the banking system wasn't really infrastructure was not built to accommodate such huge transaction. It was it was really crazy. People were so uncomfortable. But something that happened, it actually created a crisis. For example, in my state in Delta, where I come from, because I live in Lagos, Nigeria, uh, there was this chaos that came up because people went to the bank, but they couldn't withdraw cash. So they set the bank ablaze. They burned two, they destroyed two banks, and they set wow. all of the cars ablaze, you know. So, and it, it became a very serious issue, and it came and gone, and it, it bit of every, every of these things have actually come down right now. Well, glad to hear it's calmed down. Yeah, I mean, when you when you threaten people's ability to um, provide for their family, like everybody wants to just survive and thrive and be able to buy food, buy necessities, and you cut people off from that, that's when you see those extreme actions. So I'm not condemning anybody to go firebomb a bank or whatever, but, you know, it's, it's understandable what actions led to that because we've seen that. I, think, I, I can't remember if it was Syria or there was somewhere else in the world uh, over the last few months where there was a news article circulating where they had put limits on bank being able to withdraw money from the banks and there were people robbing banks just to get their own money back and <laughs> that's crazy exactly, you know? most exactly. people don't think they would most people don't think they would rob a bank but if, if it comes down to you got to feed your family they may do uh, may do extreme you have to do things, what they have to do yeah yeah 
Yeah. So it's just a testament. Let, let's talk about um, so the difficulties there. You, you know, the, the the crypto and the banks and really anywhere banks see cryptocurrency as a threat to operate. You know, instead of providing uh, infrastructure to where they can maybe get a piece of it and, and be a part of that ecosystem, a lot of banks have pushed back. Um, how how in Nigeria? What what are the best ways for people? if they want to acquire any kind of cryptocurrency. If I want to get Bitcoin in Nigeria, what's the best way to do it? All right, so uh, when I started this industry way back, I started as this guy uh, that uh, converts cryptocurrency like Bitcoin to cash. You know, it's called OTC. So we do it uh, in our own mm -hmm. way, tra the traditional way. You know, you guys in the U.S. usually go to the exchange platform to, bet to get bit Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency, right? But I'll tell you, that I can get cryptocurrency without using the exchange. <laughs> it's crazy, right? But I'm going to tell you guys how we do gotcha. it. So, yeah. so we so we do it through the, uh, the the social media. So I have a WhatsApp community. I have an OTC desk in my WhatsApp, and a couple of my friends do have. So what I do, we do KYC on those that we bring on that WhatsApp group, for example. All right, even with I, I for me in my own, I do. You have to show me, give me some ID, right? National ID and. Uh, uh, a couple of uh, about three of your social media handle for me to verify you if you are really who you are and you, it has to be referral based you know so after that if someone so buyers meet sellers on whatsapp and on on telegram right but most times i use whatsapp and that's how we started you know so if you want to get uh, a bitcoin now uh wayne you are going to send me your cash i'll send you my account number so you forward the cash to me then when i get the cash you send me a screenshot of the receipt of the cash you sent, then I will confirm you that I received it on my mobile app. Then I'm going to uh, tell, when I receive the cash, I'm going to tell the person, the seller of the Bitcoin, to forward the, transfer the Bitcoin to you because I have received the cash. You know, so when I when, when the person forwards the Bitcoin to you and confirm that you received it, then me as the escrow, which is the admin, I will now send it, uh, the money to the person. But I have some percentage on it. Have some percentage as a, as a reward for processing that transaction for you. So we do it multiple times. I will make money off it. I also buy Bitcoin, even though I don't have the cash. I have some friends that have a liquid cash. I'll buy it. So for example, if you want to buy uh, two thousand, three thousand dollars, if I if someone wants to buy, then uh, or wants to sell and gives me the coin. For example, I sell to some of my friends. So this is how we do it. Uh, let's say one dollar. One dollar now to the naira is about a thousand thirty-three or a thousand hundred right now. So, uh, if I tell, if you want to sell to me, I can tell you that I'm going to buy it from you, uh, nine hundred to the dollar to one dollar. You know, so all of the all of the profit there becomes mine. All of the profit there becomes mine. So, uh, if it is one thousand thirty-three, for example, the market price, and I tell you I'm going to buy it from you one thousand, so the thirty-three dollar, thirty-three naira there times the amount of dollars. So that's two thousand thirty-three times two thousand. So that is my profit there. You know, so we use that and we make money off it over the years. And I think that actually gave me a very good insight to this industry because I made a whole lot of money in six months for the first time. I, had, you know, I I don't know if I told you the story. I had phobia for for dollar. Yeah. You know, when I hear dollar, I usually get scared because I thought it's for the rich people. But crypto actually made my dream possible. Uh, in six months, I made yeah. two thousand dollars for the first time, and life was beautiful for me. Nice, nice, and that's I mean that, that's a big thing there. Um, and you you've been very active. I mean, you kind of touched on this on the intro, but you are very active in the media space as well, uh, going on TV, 
talking about crypto, giving reports. You do a, a clubhouse all the time. Uh, before we jump into the clubhouse information, tell everybody about um, just some of the, you know, some of the news news pieces you've done and, and reports you've done on cryptocurrency over the last few years. All right, all right. So, uh, I, 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 what there's one part. The first, very first one I started with is crypto can actually uh, help uh, people, let unemployed people to be employed. Trading crypto can actually decrease the number of unemployment because Nigeria has a very huge number of unemployed people. About fifty percent of the young people uh, don't have the right job. So, I, and these guys are quite intelligent. They're quite smart, you know. So, uh, helping them to get the skills around either doing community management, uh, either doing graphics design for some of these projects, either trading on their own, because I've actually touched this, personally, I've actually touched these very areas of, of the industry, so I understand that there are opportunities there, either helping to consult for companies that are coming to the African market, or these demographics and all of these things is very, very important. So. Uh, this is what I go on the, uh, the national newspaper to talk about. These things are actually not free. They are very expensive. So I work very hard to use my money. The, the, these things cost between 2000 to $3,000. So I save my money and push adoption by myself because I know that I am touching lives. And I know that it's, it's going to be a huge, it's going to be a big thing in the future. Because some days ago, I was on a Twitter space. I just stumbled onto the street just and I someone I started hearing people call my name, just jumping on it and they're like someone said when they were in, in twenty nineteen when they were in college, uh, that they read some of my articles on national uh, newspaper and they were they were they were so so happy for seeing me and they see me on TV, you know, that actually helped them. They were hailing me. Man, I was so very, I was so happy that day because I had then on my Twitter one significant thing that happened. I had uh, one thousand eight hundred followers on my Twitter. It became two thousand seventy-five. It became two thousand. A lot of people followed wow. me. More than two hundred of them followed me. I was so happy that I've touched life because that's what I want to do in this industry. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely something that's needed. And and you brought up a great point. This industry is going to create a lot of jobs. Now, right now, there's kind of a lull in the job market because the market's been down. But I don't know if you feel the same way, Crypto Preacher, but I feel like this next bull cycle is going to bring about, there's going to be so much more adoption that even when market prices continue to go up and down in the future, there's gonna it's going to generate so many more jobs for people that are prepared to work in this industry. Not just trading, but also working in these companies, Web3 companies, uh, community moderation, marketing, business development and a lot of that you can do remotely from anywhere in the world so it doesn't matter if you're in the u.s if you're in nigeria if you're in the philippines or anywhere else you can hold a lot of those jobs that you normally wouldn't have access to so it's not just that this technology is going to help fix money and allow people freer access to use their money but it's also going to give people more opportunity to work and provide provide for their family and earn, earn money I think I, I think this industry it's it's uh, for me a blessing because I've always wished o over the years in my life that with just my computer and my internet I could bridge the gap between the West and this part of my world and it's, it's a dream come true for me. You know, a lot of people uh, actually have this mindset that uh, their their dream countries is in the US, the UK, and some other place where they travel to do media job, but I don't believe it. I believe in all we adventure traveling to say uh, hi to my friends and have vacation. But the idea of relocating to someone else's country 
and going to start all over again is not my thing. We can always add value from anywhere in the world, and it's also going to uh, help uh, people be in their country because everybody cannot be in the U.S. at the same time. Uh, the U.S. is someone's country, and um, I don't want to show sure, but you go drag opportunity with people as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, you want to create the opportunity where you live and not have to move and, and start over. And, and I definitely I can understand where that's coming from. I mean, some people do it and some people are forced to do it. But if you have the opportunity now to not have to do that, it's definitely understandable. I mean, yeah, we, we, we all want to travel, but we all want to have, you know, have, have that home uh, where we can get home base. And I think this digital world is really creating that. You know, it started... The internet kind of led to that and and now the ability to earn money and now as cryptocurrency becomes more and more prevalent it doesn't matter where you are in the world um you don't have to worry about switching from uh you know whether it's the currency in nigeria to the peso in in brazil to the dollar in the u.s it's you know it, it's that's currencies that are easily interchangeable on ex, on exchanges and, and that's also something that people need to learn um now, tell us a little bit more in depth about your uh, you clubhouse. You, you run a clubhouse on a regular basis. Um, tell us about that and kind of what kind of things are discussed there. All right. So in 2022, I stumbled into uh, clubhouse because then when clubhouse started, it was for iPhone users. But I, I couldn't. I'm not an iPhone person, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. So I uh, I'm an Android guy and I like, I love Samsung. So maybe that's my tribe. <laughs> you know, so uh, when it when it became op when it became open to uh, Android users, someone actually told me that a friend of mine is uh, he's a childhood friend. He's uh, he's, uh, he's a he's a I think he's a U.S. Marine. Uh, uh, so, but he he's actually now uh, retired. You know, so he was telling me that Clubhouse is good and stuff. So one day I, I downloaded the app. It worked. Then I jumped on the room. Then I left the room. So a lady messaged me. The why did I leave the room? You know. So I felt like <laughs> I, I I didn't I didn't feel uh, anything important there. So I said okay, thanks for checking out. So we connected and stuff. Then we started talking. Her name is Danara Silget. She's my co-founder. So uh, I started checking some of these rooms. So I told myself that I, I love the news. I love crypto news. I like. I like anything that um, that gives me the opportunity to know what is going on in real time. I can tell you all that has happened today, the top news in crypto, you know, so I love things like that so that people are abreast with all of the information happening in, in crypto. So uh, I told her that uh, what platform that she said, she told me that she's into crypto as well. Then there's a crypto platform that she's also an admin, right? Uh, the name of the platform is... Um, crypto ce that's continuous education so i joined i was listening they were all predominantly from the u.s white guys you know all of those things you know so about uh you know the black boy from africa and nigeria <laughs> you know so i spoke to the lady and she said i told her my idea that i would like to do something really unique so i told her i want to be doing the news so on wednesdays and fridays we usually do crypto news on uh, on uh, crypto CE, so I was started doing it till there was a bit of challenge, uh, racial challenge, you know, on the platform where some Jewish guys had issues with the founder. I think she was heavy into alcohol and kind of thing, so she abused the people. Uh, uh, so and these Jewish guys, they didn't take it good. So 
that actually brought about the collapse of the platform. So, and the the the, the father really didn't like me because I <laughs> I had a different idea, but I was bringing crowd for the group, but she didn't really like it, you know. So, but she's an alcoholic, you know. So I didn't really take it personal. So when that happened and the group got some issue, I just told Diana that is our, our opportunity to to have our own thing. So I just uh, just opened the the what the uh, the clubhouse room and I named it Think Crypto. Uh, so I got the name from a series I was doing one time uh, where you were still with uh, the project uh, uh, News Crypto. Io uh, I usually run this mm-hmm. series of, of podcast on uh, Zoom called Think Crypto. You know I brought a couple of persons, so I I called it Think Crypto. You know so I designed the logo and a couple of things. Then I I put the rules added a couple of persons and we've been going at some point we were like 69 uh, sometimes when i share the link and the number of the uh, of the uh members of the house is, I, I get so ashamed but i keep on going on so what we do there we read news we analyze news and we keep on growing for for that from there till now the news have grown the the the, 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 the platform has grown because we introduce crypto news all around the world nfts all of those Web three, all of those uh, news around top news, you know. So the the, the the platform has grown very well. We have sponsors sometimes come uh, talk about a couple of projects. We educate a couple of times. I've spoken about uh, fuel protocol. And I've also promised them that we're going to bring fuel uh, on the platform. Now we've grown to about two thousand nine hundred uh, on the platform, uh, and also it has and it has also rubbed up of my followership on uh, on on, on uh, Clubhouse. A lot of persons. Uh, know me on Clubhouse. Any room I go to, they usually take me up on stage. And I now have 1,500 followers on Clubhouse. Even though Clubhouse have actually uh, has changed their policy that if I don't, if I follow you and you follow me, we become friends. So a lot of people have less followers these days because a lot of people follow them but they don't follow back. So uh, I think I'm one of the in crypto in Clubhouse. I'm one of the one percent of the one percent now because I have one of the highest number of followers. You know, so yeah. we're still we're still moving on. We do I do that three hours every day of my time. It's not easy. I don't get paid. I do it and um, I know I'm building and uh, very soon a whole lot of things are going to happen. Today our room lasted for sometimes our room goes to as high as six hours sometimes depending on the numbers that comes in uh, sometimes. But today we did four hours. Uh, that's um, the time we usually do it is 10 a.m. Eastern wow. Standard Time. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's uh that's quite a bit. That's a lot of effort you're putting in. It's definitely gonna, you're definitely gonna pay off. I mean, you're you're making a name for yourself, uh, and I love the name. Think crypto. That's something that that I think most people can, uh, you know, identify with. And and covering news is important too because if you just listen to mainstream media, they're the ones that that tells you crypto crypto's bad, crypto's never gonna catch on. Uh, but then you look at what's really happening and you realize though that's not the truth. Right, crypto is actually catching on. Like I think just recently, uh, you know, and I kind of laugh when I see it now. It used to used to make me kind of angry when I'd see those headlines, and um, you know, with everything happening, I'm not going to get into too much what's happening in Israel and Gaza and the Gaza Strip, but you know, there there there's conflict, there's fighting out there, people are being killed, and there's so much that need to be focused on on both sides to resolve that situation, and the news media is, is pointing out that. The Hamas terrorists uh, were potentially using cryptocurrency, right? I mean, it's it's um, you don't see that same thing when they're using dollars or they're using cash. 
right? They're they're using money. It doesn't matter uh, what they're doing. So I think it's important to focus on on you know the good things to where uh, you know let's say somebody was in that area that was in conflict and they needed to leave with their family to get out of the the fighting zone. They, if they had cryptocurrency, they're able to leave with just their private keys or seed phrase, and they can restore that wallet wherever they are in the world. I have a problem with that um, news about Hamas and uh, the cryptocurrency transaction. You know, I, I, I analyzed the news, yeah. etc. Et they said monies have been moving about uh, 60 to $93 million from 2021 to date. Uh, so if there's crypto forensic, like analysis and the likes, uh, I'm, uh, trying to analyze transactions, fraudulent transactions moving on the blockchain. So how come they didn't figure all of this out earlier and guide against it before the, the event happened? You know, so it's a kind of um, it's very yeah. challenging issue there. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's 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 a false story because uh, they're also claiming that they were able to link um, some of the some what was some Binance accounts to yeah, about a hundred of them well yesterday and. and yeah, so you know, it's um, I'll, I always tell people to be be leery of what you hear in the news, but it's important to point out the the real news of what's happening uh, than what people just look at major headlines because major headlines on major news a lot of times is influenced, it's scripted, it, it has a narrative. Um, if if uh, you know a lot of people in the banking industry are behind backing a news channel, then that news channel is going to be pro bank, anti crypto. <laughs> Uh, when we really want, really, and, and really, this technology is going to allow us to be more fair because we can fund those sources that are giving true news. You know, do exactly. I, I want to see what, what a news anchor or a, a newspaper headline is telling me? Or do I want to open up to Twitter or TikTok and see, hey, Rumi's on the ground, Crypto Preacher is reporting on the ground live of something that's happening. That's real news, right? That's that's exactly true news. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, we're going to see... Um, you know, cryptocurrency is just one application on, on the blockchain, and I think we're going to see that blockchain technology is going to help create a lot of transparency and information that's out there uh, because there's so much misinformation all over the place that people have to you have to figure out what's real. So it's important what you do with that clubhouse. So man, as as we go to wrap up, um, tell everybody where they can follow you and find information. Um, do you have a website or your social media channels you want to point people to? Yeah, so my social media channel is what I want to point people to so they can check me out. If you Google me, Crypto Preacher, you see all, all I do on Google. Just Google me, Crypto Preacher, you see yeah. <laughs> all what I do. Then you can check me, Rume, uh, O-P-H-I. Uh, you can see me there uh, also on uh, YouTube, that official Crypto Preacher on uh, TikTok, as well as uh, at Rume Rule, uh, because I rule my word, so Rume Rule on Twitter, then uh, Rume Ophi Crypto Preacher on LinkedIn as well. Uh, I have a, a crypto news aggregator, but I'm fixing it right now because I have the challenge I want to face, but it, it's called the, 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 the CryptoPreacher.io, you know, where I do news aggregation, right, uh, from different parts of the world uh, to know mm -hmm. exactly what is happening, you know. So I'm just about the information and dissecting it to the average person because a lot is happening in crypto real time. So a lot of information can blow on. If you're not careful, in seconds, you don't know, you become outdated, you know. So everything happens very fast in crypto from uh, regulation, 
of uh, Coinbase uh, having issues with the SEC, Ripple having issues with the SEC yeah. right here and there, uh, Grayscale uh, with uh, GBTC and all of those, you know, all of those challenges, what is security, what is a yeah. commodity and a whole lot, you know, so there's a lot to talk about and I know this uh, platform is, uh, is, is a very short time for now, but we're going to hit it when the time comes. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely follow Crypto Preacher. Look at what he's doing. It's important to stay informed of what's happening in this space and know what's going on. I mean, we don't have much time to talk about it, but just look at what happened recently with, uh, you know, Cointelegraph, a fake news announcement about uh, ETF being approved, and all of a sudden you saw Bitcoin price skyrocket. I think that's a sneak peek of what's what's coming, and that's because people are waiting for the news to show that we're reaching more mainstream adoption. And I challenge everybody listening, whether you're new to this space or haven't even uh, dipped your toe in yet, follow people that know what they're talking about. Myself, Crypto Preacher, others that, you know, we're not out here trying to sell you a product. We're telling you, get informed, understand this, know what's going to happen. I mean, Crypto Preacher, you understand that's going to impact your community. The more you can prepare your community for what's coming, the more the people around you are going to prosper as well. Exactly. Exactly. That's the way to go. The truth is... I always tell people the importance of education in this industry cannot be overemphasized. You cannot learn too much. So let's keep learning and learning uh, and uh, being consistent. One thing I find very disturbing is that a lot of people are not consistent in this industry, but it's good we are all consistent. If, imagine you not being consistent, we won't be coming here for this event. Imagine myself not being consistent, we both of us will not be speaking on this channel. You know, so it's important for us to be consistent. And guys, check out for me tomorrow. Uh, on uh, channels television I'll be analyzing the news again and where the market is headed awesome awesome definitely well thanks again crypto preacher for joining us today everybody listening I challenge you to to follow crypto preacher look at what he's doing he's very active on multiple platforms I think the platforms I see you active the most that I see are are really LinkedIn you're very very active on LinkedIn uh, Twitter, but you know, also really anywhere, and check out his clubhouse, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time, right? Yeah, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Yeah, think crypto. Yeah, think think crypto. Think crypto. Absolutely. <laughs> think think crypto. There you go. All right, everybody. Thanks again, crypto preacher. Thanks everybody for listening in, and we will catch you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Bye bye.